How's it going, everybody? Adrian here, and welcome back to the Gaming Observer for Friday, April the 23rd. It's the final day of the week. Thank you so much for being here. Uh, we got some news to go into, so let's jump into it. First of all, we got a bunch of information out of PlayStation today. So SIE CEO Jim Ryan did an interview with a Japanese website, and he basically told them that they are quietly investing in more exclusives than any other previous console generation. So if you thought that business model was going away, it's not. To that end, they announced that they're going to be publishing the AAA multiplayer debut title from a company called Firewalk Studios. They are made up of a lot of Destiny veterans, so it sounds like it's going to be that kind of game. And it's interesting, that's not a typical PlayStation exclusive, but obviously they're diversifying. We've also previously known that they're publishing the debut game from a company called Haven, which is a team led by Jade Raymond. So not only are they doing more exclusives, but they're doing it with a lot more new blood as well. They also mentioned that they're not opposed to more acquisitions, like what they did with Insomniac in 2019, though that's a pretty boilerplate statement. I don't know if it necessarily means they're looking. Anyway, outside of that, uh, their streaming service, PlayStation Now, is going to be bumping up from 720p to 1080p, so the resolution is improving. And that option is going to be rolling out across the world over the next couple of weeks. In that interview that I mentioned before, Jim Ryan also mentioned that they kind of have grander ambitions for PlayStation Now and just a general cloud service. Notably, they entered into a partnership in 2018 with Microsoft for their Azure technology, so it's whatever they plan on using with that. Finally, it looks like PlayStation is going to be offering movies and TV shows into the PlayStation Plus subscription service. So they accidentally leaked it uh, last week, but now they have confirmed that they have begun a 12-month test in Poland, where for no additional cost, you get access to 15 movies and six TV shows, and then they will add and replace content on a quarterly basis. Of course, those numbers will adjust, and the countries that it's available in will adjust, but it's an interesting uh, addition to the monthly subscription. Okay, this isn't as much a news item as it is a precursor to a news item, but EA put out a notification that Battlefield is going to be the talk of the town this year. So they've got their biggest team ever working on the newest iteration of the game, and they're currently playtesting it for polish and balance. They also revealed that it's only going to be on current-gen consoles and PC. Last-gen is not going to be a thing. Anyway, more details on that are coming soon. Uh, alongside the mainline entry, there's going to be a standalone mobile game that is releasing in 2022. Keep your ears open if you're a Battlefield fan. Okay, today a completely different video game storefront is heading to the Epic Game Store. It's itch.io. Now, if you've never heard of itch, it's basically a store which is a go-to place for very small indie games. It's been around for a really long time, highly respected in the community, and now you can choose to access it through the Epic Game Store. So really, it's like an app. You have to download it just like an app. And Epic isn't involved. They're not taking a percentage of any of the sales or anything. It's just meant as another way to access the Itch store outside of just going right to the website. And I mean, for Itch, it's a great deal. They get like millions of more eyeballs on the product. I'm not sure what the payoff is here for Epic, but... Anyway, Epic is also adding a bunch of other stuff. They're adding iHeartRadio, a web browser called Brave a 3D modeler called Kenshape, a painting software called Krita or Krita. So it really looks like they're trying to turn the Epic Game Store into more of an app store than a game store. I mean, Spotify is already on there. They're going to add Discord at some point. So I don't know. Interesting move. I'm interested in seeing where this is going. 
The reviews are now out for Near Replicant version 1.22474487139. Yes, that is the real title, and that's the last time I'm ever going to say that on this show. Uh, this is a remaster of Near Replicant, which is the first iteration of Near. And uh, I don't know, the reviews look pretty good. I didn't get a chance to look at them in depth, but I also haven't played the game. Generally high scores, saying that it's a good remaster. So anyway, just figured I'd throw it out there. It's not so much a risky purchase if you're a fan of the series. Okay, and folks, before we take it away for the weekend, I once again would love to invite you to my graduation party that I'm doing this weekend, Sunday at 5 p.m. Eastern. I think that's the first time I've mentioned it. Again, that's Sunday, 5 p.m. Eastern. That's 2 p.m. Pacific, 10 p.m. in the UK. And at my party, one of the things we're going to be doing is a live mailbag where I am asking you for the origin story of your gamer tag or of your nickname. I think it's a very fun question. I'd love to hear your answer right through my ears. So please join us at thegamingobserver.com slash mailbag. You can send your answer in in advance. There's also a link there to the Discord server where we're going to be having the party. And we're going to do some other fun stuff, too. I'm going to be talking to some of my real-life family and friends about, you know, what it's like to graduate and just talking about video games in general, I guess. Uh, if there's time, we'll do a live Q&A. We'll do some gaming, maybe, with some Jackbox. I'm still determining what to do with that. And anyway, if you want to be there, just make sure you're in the Discord server, have your notifications enabled, and I'll send you a ping when we're about to start the party. All right, I'll be back this weekend with some variety shows, back with the news on Monday. Thanks for being here, and until next time, happy gaming, everyone. Hey, it's the TGO After Show. Uh... I should have said this in the main show, but I literally found out right immediately after recording because I was just curious. Uh, every now and then, I like to see how many days it's been since I've started The Observer, just to see how many daily updates I've done. And I haven't checked it in quite a few months. And so I just, I just put it into Google now, how many days since July 15th, 2018, which is when I started The Observer. And it has come up at 1,012 days. I hit the 1,000-day mile mark without even realizing it. Man, oh man, we've done a thousand of these shows. I mean, not the after show, the main show, but that's insane. Like, that doesn't even feel real to me. It feels like, it feels like that is an inconceivable number, you know? Like, if you had told me on July 15, 2018, that I was going to make a thousand of these shows, I would have laughed and said, I don't have the patience for that. Psh, I don't have the work ethic for that. And here I am. Anyway, I just thought I'd throw that out there. I'll probably celebrate it at the, uh, at the grad party which you should totally be at, by the way. Please come to my graduation party. It's actually, it's honestly going to be the closest thing I actually have to a grad party because we can't do anything in person. I don't really care about the people in my program to go to my actual grad party, just to be completely honest with you. And my family and friends are coming to this TGO one. So if you could be there, it would really mean a lot. It shouldn't be too long, right? It should probably be an hour, 90 minutes, something like that. Then we'll do some gaming. I don't know. We'll have a good time. And it's like a drop in, drop out thing. Discord has this new channel type where uh, it's kind of like Clubhouse or Twitter Spaces. It's almost like you're going to a panel, you know, at a conference, and you can go in and out of the audiences of that kind of thing without anybody knowing what you're up to, you know? For a regular Discord voice chat, I kind of hate regular Discord voice chats, to be honest, because it's a little high pressure. Like, if I join and I don't say anything, are people judging me? And then if I leave, are they judging me? And is it okay if I just sit here with my mic muted the whole time? Are they going to call me out? Like, all of these things go through my head. Whereas with this new type of channel that they have, you are just part of the audience. 
and there's no sounds when you enter or leave. And then if you want to talk, you can raise your hand, which is like a huge feature. I don't know why they didn't, you know, didn't have that in the beginning. But anyway, so that's how we're going to do the mailbag is we're going to use that raise hand feature and the Q&A, I guess, if we end up doing that. So anyway, yeah, grad party. I'm excited for it. Hey, you want to know something else that happened to me today? It's insane. So I'm, I'm doing some cleaning of the apartment today and I get a knock on my basement door and it's my landlord. She says, did you order a pizza? And I said, no, I didn't order a pizza. She says, well, I didn't order a pizza. And there's a pizza sitting. Actually, there's two large pizzas sitting on my front porch. I'm like, I don't know. Shelby was at work. So I was like, maybe she ordered a pizza without telling me. I checked my phone. She didn't order the pizza. So somebody within the vicinity ordered a pizza and the delivery person just put it on the wrong doorstep. And there was conveniently two large pizzas, one for my landlord and one for me. And by the way, like if you want to check it out, I put a picture on Twitter. This pizza is huge. Like, I can't remember the last time I've gotten an extra large pizza. I've never needed anything that big. And so we got this and it's like, I mean, it's a meat lover's pizza and and Shelby is vegetarian. So it's kind of just my pizza. So I had to shove a bunch of it into the freezer because I'm certainly not eating all of it anytime soon. But it was like a, it was like the gods had descended and said, oh, Adrian, you're tired from cleaning your apartment and you just graduated and you don't want to make dinner. So here you go. Have a pizza. Well, dang, I'll take that. So, you know, all things considered, had a pretty good day today. <laughs> anyway, that's enough rambling. Hey, let's, uh, let's leave this on something. Let's do like, um, what is the best topping on pizza? What do you think is the best topping? There's like that heated debate about pineapple on pizza, but I always come in with the third option, which is I don't like pineapple at all in any situation. So I guess I'm on the not on pizza side, but I'm not really on the not on pizza side because I'm just a not at all side. Anyway, I think my favorite pizza topping would be, I don't know, green olives, maybe. I really love olives. I'm an olives on anything kind of guy and a pineapple on nothing kind of guy. I think that describes me pretty well. That's all for me today, folks. Thanks for being here. Till tomorrow. Farewell.